Yo. Yo, yo. Yeah, I'm here. She ain't never responds, so I guess we're going to just rock and roll, me and you right now. Okay. Yo, welcome everybody to another episode of Coffee and Donuts. Actually, this is the first Coffee and Donuts episode of the new year. Yes, yes, 2023. It's your host, Rudy P, himself, Rudy P. Esquire. I got a special co-host, a usual suspect, you know what I'm saying, who who always got to lend some 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 rhetoric to, to the conversation. Got Mr. Curtis Metcalf, courtesy of Fresh and My Fresh podcast in the building. How all you right, today? all right, sir. Already, happy belated. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And and I'm glad. I'm kind of glad I got you on here, bro. You are. I'm. I'm gonna tell you why. A lot of people been glad to hear from me lately, man. Well, I'm always glad to hear from you, but this is. This, oh, you this, always. That's that's besides the point. Yeah. This this is <laughs> a different. This is a different. Um, a different meaning behind it. Okay. So actually, in this December 26th of last year, and what you know, last year was just right around the corner, but yeah, December 26th of last year was my three year anniversary of podcasting. Yeah, you and so, I don't think you had a episode where you just just noted or celebrated the anniversary of the podcast. But yeah, three years, man, three yeah, years. Yeah, I, it's been three years, but. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know, and some people do know that you were one of the people that inspired me to do the podcast. Because when you did your Fresh and My Fresh podcast episode zero, you like man, you like man, I started a podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how? I'm like, I had so many, I had so many questions, you know. You had no idea I did it, <laughs> right? Because before, like before, I, before I moved up here. Me and you were talking about doing a podcast or whatever. We just we sure we, did. We, we just didn't really know how. I guess you would say. we didn't tie the ends. We didn't yeah. tie. It was, it was more, it was more in that team. developmental stage for yeah, a long time. yeah, yeah. We was like we was kind of like scratching our heads about where do we we knew what we wanted to talk about, but where to start. So, Yo. so that's when I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you exactly why I started one. I was I was a big fan. And still listen to uh, the late uh, what's my man's name? Um, Combat Jack. Yeah. The Combat Jack show. Combat Jack had his podcast like early in the game. As far as like for all the the rap based podcasts and stuff, there's only a few that's like different. But his was like the main one that I tapped into every time, and um, he was in connection with uh, another Boston. Journalist by the goes by the name of Dart Adams. Dart Adams started uh Darts Against Humanity after that. And I wanna say it was around it was around before the time before the time I started doing the podcast, like same year, twenty nineteen. And that inspired me. Yeah. That inspired me to start Fresh My Fresh and stuff. So when I started Fresh My Fresh, I was gonna full go full fledged full fling into it that's when I and that's when like people it was a couple of people that I was already following online that um was on anchor yeah yeah they was on anchor already so when I was listening to dart and I was listening to them too I was like you know let me download anchor 
all I got to do, all you needed, and all you needed was a phone, and boom, you know, you could go into it, do it however you want now. It's like you could do it however you want now because, um, you can have your you can have your uh equipment and stuff, and that's what I'm gonna upgrade to. I'm gonna upgrade to having like a whole um set up. You could really, if you got a studio at home, you could just record it on Pro Tools or whatever you got, and just save the file, upload it to Anchor, or and you know, Anchor, it, it ain't just a spot or a platform for you to just do your podcast. It because it, it it sends it out to other places that do podcasts. Right. Yeah. That's that, that make it more. It make it more convenient. Yeah. That's because, a whole. Because it's also similar like that where um, like when you're distributing music now, digital music. Yeah. Like, I use United. I was about to say them. United, United Masters, and they launch it on all the other platforms for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of people speaking up about uh United Masters now. It's like United Masters, DistroKid, places like that. That that was it's just like, yeah, you can put your music on there or put whatever you do on there and just pretty much let the uh let the money stack up and rake in or you know, whatever the whatever the fly phrases that the kids use these days. Right. You you um you remember uh C D baby? I remember C D baby. CD Baby was like one of the first ones that you could actually do out. It was another one too. My homeboy had put me on to like some years ago. Was it uh TuneCore? TuneCore, yeah. Oh, that, that's okay. exactly what it was, TuneCore. Yeah. Yeah. TuneCore. Yeah. They were like they were like they wanted like a monthly. That that's that's not, they were like one of the first people to actually ask for like monthly subscription or something. A monthly subscription. Wow. And you know what? I think about that every time I look at podcasts and, and especially, you know, podcast platforms and all the streaming services and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like every everybody, there's very few that's like free. Like even with Spotify, you get the basic format of Spotify. I remember when Spotify, you got a whole lot of premium stuff for free. And this was like 10 years ago. Now it's like, yeah, now it's like you got to... Uh, now it's like you you have to uh pay for the premium and stuff now you know right. like you could you could at first on Spotify you was just stacking your library you finding you were finding artists and you could build your library or your playlist like that before they started scrambling everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. India just hit me up, so we just kind of I'm just waiting for her to pop in. She might pop in, so we can okay. still, we can still keep. Chatting, chatting though. Okay, cool, cool. But man, we can go back to talking about what we were talking about earlier. We was on the phone, man. How like I, I always joke. I, well, I always, people always say words are words are powerful. Words are powerful. But I'm like, do they lose the power when you don't know how to use them right? Oh, oh. Or, or you misspell them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, or, probably... or just you just can't say a word. Like like what's the Shire sauce dog? <laughs> <laughs> like what's the deal what's the deal with words like that, man? Winchester Shire sauce or whatever you call it. That's something, man. That's that's that's, that's, a, that's a word for you, boy. You and like why, why and like, and like saying it's like you had a a, a spelling bee and they be like, spell ventriloquist. You be like, can I get it in the sentence? <laughs> you know, you know, you get it in the sentence. That's supposed to be like your your saving grace. You know what I'm saying? You like, 
if I can if I can put it in the sentence, then I can figure out. I don't know why they think that'll trigger them on how to spell it or something. <laughs> can I get it in a? Can I get it in a sentence? Like, they, uh, it's like it's really like when they ask for that. It's like they know how to spell it when it's used in a sentence. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but I, work, I, I, work. I mean that would help with like simpler words. Like, remember we were talking about there, there, and there. Yeah. Yeah, saying it in a sentence will actually help you spell that easier, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I don't, think, I don't care how many sentences you put ventriloquist in, I don't think he's gonna help you. Yeah, spell gonna it. Ever spell. <laughs> gonna help you nothing with spelling. Uh. That that's that's you know what makes me just bust out laughing. It'd be a real challenge. It it really do be a real challenge because it's like putting you on the spot. It's this radio show called DD in the morning that comes on. Mm-hmm. And she has this top ten contest. You, I mean, the uh, the ten this uh list of ten questions that you have to have the answer to. And one of the one of the uh questions is like it's two questions that they ask, and it's like what was it would be like what was the after you get like through the whole list, it'd be like if there's like you know you have like twenty seconds to answer all the questions, and if there's time to uh go back and pull the answer to a question then you know you can you can do that if you say it pass or if you got the question or if you got the question wrong but one involves a spelling spelling a word and the other one is like what was the third question i asked you okay you got indica just popped in what's up sis not much what's going on peace peace i, I, I just want to make sure you can hear me all right well, we, yep. we we were just chopping it up, you know. We were just chopping it up, me and me and Curtis Metcalf, you know what I'm saying? We got, well, we got our real guest in the building right now. I want to actually let you know that, that you are my first guest of the year. Oh, word. And this is my third year anniversary of doing the podcast. So you're the first guest and the first person on the three-year anniversary. Very special occasion. Nice, congratulations, bro! It's like it's like a it's like a miniature it's like a miniature celebration going on right now. Yeah. Well, we what we're talking about right now is basically like because like you can actually speak on this too because with you being an artist, you do a lot of writing and all that kind of stuff. We're talking about like the power of words. Mm-hmm. But can a word lose power if you can't spell it right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, we, yeah. like, like I, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about like different words that's like simple words that'll trip you up he, one dude said if somebody tried to tell me to spell itinerary on the spot I would freeze up because I'd be sitting there like <laughs> and then me and D me and D was talking earlier and I told him all the words with PH throw everybody off you know you know it's a word. You know what one word that have people in the uh that have people in the uh in the headlock in the sharpshooter is uh I think restaurant. Yeah, restaurant I, is a hard one. You like, like what restaurant? <laughs> and 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 the one that I don't I don't think the dude that even invented this stuff can pronounce it right. What is it? Worcestershire sauce? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to stop it and be and slow. You like, it, you Worcestershire. 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 I call them a Winchestershire sauce one time. <laughs> but, but, you know, any, anywho, we got, we got a special guest in the building. This is Miss India Rashad. 
Yeah. Yeah, give it up, give it up, give it up. In the party artist, amongst other things. The songbird. A mother, a wife. Mm-hmm. Um everything that comes with those. She's a a, a critical thinker. Mm-hmm. She probably could say Worcestershire sauce if she really wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and but we want to give it up for India Rashad. Yes, 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 yes. Thank the y'all for is. having me. I'm uh, I'm honored to be the first guest of the year. Congratulations yeah. again on your uh, third year anniversary, bro. I'm happy to be here. Man, I'm glad I'm glad you can make it. I'm like, you know, I be like, I always want to. I love interviewing my people, man. Cause like, yeah, I can man. actually, I ain't got to be like, I ain't got to put the Rudy T costume on. I could be, <laughs> I could be me, and you still know it's Rudy P. You feel me? So. <laughs> But um, so you got a um new music project coming out, right? I do, I do have a new project coming out. Tell us out. a little bit about that. So it's called Pouring Spirit. Um, it's it's being released in three phases. The first phase is um on Christmas. Uh, we having a little technical difficulty. Yeah, technical difficulty. Yeah, hear me. Yes, yeah, we can now. Okay, I forgot on, on the last thing you said was Christmas. Okay, yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, I'm releasing Pouring Spirit. It's gonna be in three phases. The first phase was uh, December 25th, which was Christmas. Um, I released Gold. Um, that single is out on all streaming platforms, and it's also available for download on my Bandcamp. So, you know, download it on Bandcamp always help artists out. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Lord. Um. The next phase is going to be released on my birthday, which is um, in a couple of weeks on the 25th. Okay. And then the last one will be released on um, Valentine's Day. So, um, it's just, I don't know why I picked those days. I know for one, I know I wanted to release the first one on Christmas because um, it was the season of giving and I wanted to give people an affirmation that they can repeat and, you know, have going into the new year. Um, so that's what gold was about. Gold is uh, talking about how we are you know, currency, we're money, we have everything mm-hmm. we need. We are um, you know, we have we came here equipped with everything we need. We just gotta tap into it. So I want um people to tap into that frequency of having enough. You know what I'm saying? And especially around Christmas time, we are we be going broke for those we love. So I just wanted people to um, remember to replenish themselves as well. That's right, that's right. Because you cannot pour from an empty cup. Right, exactly, which is where the name of the uh, project came from, Pouring Spirit. It's based on um, the scripture, Matthew 5 and 3, which is, um, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And um, I just wanted to talk about how we need to let God fill our cups so we can be able to pour into others, you know what I'm saying? It's the... Um, the the oxygen mass theory like you got you when you're on an airplane they tell you if you know y'all come into trouble yeah. um before you put it on a child or any anyone else so right, we right. always have to make sure that we're full um otherwise we're not helping anybody okay well i got a, uh, another question for you the single goal right mm-hmm who produced that single? I know you work with some dope producers, so I want to know who produced the gold single. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Equal um, of D5 um, produced the the track, and then my husband Ezra um, Benjamin Yusuf he um, 
he helped him out with that. So they both collaborated on that beat. Um, their their producer house, um, which is under construction right now. So, but yeah, um, I work with some extremely extremely dope and talented producers. I'm very thankful for that because everybody can't say that they have access to um, uh, emerging sound. You know. Uh, especially mm-hmm. coming from the city. So I'm very, very thankful for them collaborating with um, St. Hope or Koji the Bandit. Um, he's going to produce the last track, and my husband, um, Ezra, is producing this, the track that's coming out in two weeks. So, yeah, I'm working with Doug, Ezra, and St. People I started with. Right, the mm-hmm. usual suspect. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not a yeah. Let me ask you. Let me see if you remember, because I have a my memory kind of foggy a little bit. When mm-hmm. was the first time that me and you met? Because I remember when I met Ezra, and I remember I met Doug and Saint. Mm. You gonna put me on the spot? Because I honestly don't know, bro. I feel like I know you forever. So I can't. what people say. Like, I feel like I know you forever. I but can't I, can't I remember I was at the old Blue Magic. I think I was mm. up there with DJ Luke, and you know, and I came outside. Everybody was out there then. Ezra came, he was like, Hey, you Rudy P? I was like, mm. <laughs> He said, Man, I heard your, I heard that album that you did. I like that. I was like, Man, appreciate it. I'm like, Who was that? Yeah, man, I don't, I, bruh, you know, them was some, um, them was some smoky, hazy days. So, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Right yeah, I don't remember <laughs> exactly, but I used to be somewhere. Uh, some of everywhere we dug. We used to be riding around, you know, but that's when we first started doing music. We was just trying to be in everybody's face. Yeah. So um I I really don't even remember oh, it don't it don't matter. It, it, it's just all about the the <laughs> y'all was, continue and not the beginning. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all exactly exactly y'all, y'all met inside the music realm. So that could yep. be you know, it could be anywhere it could have been anywhere it could have been at open it could not not an open Michael I ain't go to them. It could have been like at the uh RS Battle League, it could have been could have at somebody's house. That, it could have been at Conzi House. I feel like it probably was at Conzi House, to be honest with you. That's why. That's why I definitely met Doug and saying that. Mm-hmm. So it, it could have been. We'll we'll just go with that. We'll just run with that. Yep. But you know, we we work. You know, what I'm saying work together, work together before and stuff like that. So that's why I say I always feel good when I get to interview my people. For sure. And especially when they're doing something that. I'm already, I'm a, I'm a fan, honestly. Yeah, I'm you've a been fan. a long time supporter of me, bro. I really do appreciate both of y'all. Both of y'all been a um, long time supporter of both of all of us. I'm like, I'm I'm a fan. I'm like when the first time I heard Butterfly Doors, I was like, yo, I ain't never heard nothing like this before. What is this? <laughs> but it it wasn't it wasn't like it was like it wasn't like nothing like groundbreaking or crazy. It was just like the two sounds you singing. Cause the beat kind of felt to me like something that somebody would rap over. Mm-hmm, yeah. The song over, and I was just like, and then you called it Butterfly Doors, you know, people in the South, look, they know what Butterfly Doors is. Yeah, they yep. Butterfly mm-hmm. Doors. So I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And I, yep. think, I think I think, your husband had played me the beat before I heard the song. Mm-hmm. So the, the beat was already, I'm like, that's the man. I said, I need that beat right there. He was like, nah, man, it's already gone. I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, Elzer had produced that beat way before I um, jumped on it. I don't even know how I came to um, get it. I think he played it for me one day, and I was like, oh, bro, I, I really need that. Because I was, right. um, at the time, I was working on um, another project. 
Ah, uh, these these uh these dead spots. These dead spots and these but technical difficulties. My bad, my bad. I forget. I had, I can't let my phone uh go to sleep. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's but you were yeah. saying that you was working on a different project. Yeah, I was working on a different project um, that I wanted to have a real heavy 70s um, influence funk mm, sound. I got and um, he played me that beat, and I was like, oh, I got to have it. And then um, he helped me out with the hook. And then from there, that song just flowed. So, and it, it um, was like, it's like, to me, it was like 70s gospel trap. Yeah, it's crazy that you say that. So I, um, <laughs> I, um, I, I say I coined the phrase neo gospel. That's what I call the music that I do. Neo um, gospel, okay. yeah, because it, it's like it's neo soul, it's funk, it's it's a combination of a whole bunch of different music influences that I grew up on, right? But over hip hop beats, and that's um that's the producers' um influence. There, like, um, D Five really helped me shape my sound, like. Um, I know there are other artists that you know that sing over hip hop sounding beats, but I really don't feel like anybody do it like we do because um, it's still it's still uh, funky and vibey. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's not like hard, real old school boom bap. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's I, like it's like a, it's, I hate to use I hate to use the same word, but it's, it's very much a gumbo. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's very much a gumbo, bro. It's very, that's very fitting description. Um, so yeah, that's mm -hmm, it's, oh, excuse, uh, excuse. no, go ahead, go ahead. Label it fusion too, because at the core of it, that's what hip hop is, and it's you know, it pulls in from many different influences. So I feel like with Butterfly Doze, I got a question I want to ask you about Butterfly Doze, but let me get, get this start out. Um, okay, it's like it's like you grab y'all grab a whole lot of what y'all listening to at the time, mm -hmm. throw it in the pot, stir it up, and then it comes out so sharp and clean, you know? Yep. Like with Butterfly Doze. Uh, what was the initial reception to it, like, once you got the song finished and then you decided, like, yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna release this single and then perform it out in public because you was performing in places like um, Cathedral Square, mm -hmm. uh, the Merry Widow, places like that, to where it's like you know the Doing people your can own feel it. Shows. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, mm -hmm. the uh, the spring. What was that? The spring soul session. The soul, yep, soul sessions, yep. Yeah, that was a great time in music history in Mobile to me. That was a real campaign right there. You had to be there. It really. It was, man. Me and Elsa was just talking about that earlier today. We was talking about doing it again, um, hopefully on a you know a bigger and a more sustainable level. But yeah, um, the reception to that song all like dope. Like people always ride with that song from jump. Um, it was like people were shocked when I when I first uh, uh, performed it. Uh, they wasn't expecting it, like from me. I guess it uh, is like you said, it's real different. Yeah. It's like nothing that um, I've ever made before, anything that I've heard made before. So, like, but to this day, um, people <laughs> people request that one whenever I, I perform. Um, you, That's you, uh, yeah, you one of the people who always uh, request that song. I'm like, I'm like, you ain't gonna do, I'm like, you doing butterfly <laughs> dough tonight, right? <laughs> yep, and it's crazy. Like, that project that I was working on, that that song was supposed to be on, it never came out, so I'm still sitting on that one. Um, and then you had another, what was the other song that I really, it was like Manifest or something. Um, what's the name of that joint? It was like the one the after song, butterfly I know what you're talking about, too, but she gonna say it. You talking about, um, oh, Multitude. Man. 
multitude. multitude. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, when I heard that live the first time. I'm like, "What is this, bro?" <laughs> that one, that one was so crazy. It was so lush, man. When not they put crazy, the real band not on there crazy, too. I was like, like not understandable, but like really music that you sat there and absorb, and it's just like it didn't need. It just needed you to plug in. You ain't need to have the yeah. no reaction. Just listen to the listen to the speaker. Say, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how I wanted that song to be received. Like I wanted people to actually listen to it. Um, because that was that one was the the inception of the whole neo gospel thing because I pulled um that concept straight from the Bible. So that was when I really, really uh, honed in and realized that, you know, this is my lane. This is what I do well um, when, I, when I wrote that song. Because I wanted to write, I wanted it to be like a love letter to God. Um, and, you know, like Ezra helped me really uh, get that concept across. So, yeah, Ezra produced that one as well. The man behind the scenes. Ezra mm-hmm. is an amazing guy to even yeah. go in on that song like he did did because it's a different i hear it's a different musical scale that he's doing right there yeah it's man y'all y'all really gonna feel that way when y'all hear the next track that's coming out on the 25th man elder in his bag with this one okay so (laughs) man it's one it's i don't even want to say i told him this the other night i was like this might be one of my favorite tracks like if not the favorite track that i've ever done yeah um so yeah he really i'm I'm glad to be working with him again on this one. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be real, real vibey. Like I can't even I can't another, even contain myself. Yeah. Another joint. Another. I'm fanning out right now. Another joint that you had that I, <laughs> that I really love was the one that uh, No Sweat and Big Dave produced. Ooh. Talk yeah. about um. He had the outcast. Sister. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the um, from the last project you did. Yep, that was my my last project was five one. Yeah, go download that on Bandcamp. Yep, also on on Bandcamp and also on streaming platform. So yeah, um, yeah, five one five songs about one topic. Mm-hmm. Okay, since we're on the subject of past projects, I know the one serious one that I just I'm a fan of a lot of people's older stuff. Yeah, and uh, I was a big fan of your Shades project. That's dope. <laughs> I got to go back and research that one. Yeah, you do. You do. Like, I go back, I find, like, I downloaded that when that was, like, I had an Android. And, it, like, when the day she, yeah, and the day, she, the day she dropped it, I just, like, I was just so enthralled with, like, the cover art. Shout out actually, to I actually tracked down the work of the artist that, it came from and yeah. it's like I'm putting I'm putting both together. It's like, oh that's dope. That's dope yeah. that you chose that for your cover and then you know the uh what was the song? You did a video for it. Um This is who I be. This is who I be. That's it. Yeah. But I'm sweet. Y'all need to find all this stuff. But I think the video is still on YouTube, bro. <laughs> yep, it's still up there. It's still Bear shot that video. Yeah. And yeah, I'll be got, checking that out after we get out after I get out, I'll be checking yeah. that out. LB. LB the uh the, the Andre three thousand the mobile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, LB shot that one in my mama living room. Oh, yeah, and made it look like it was somewhere else. Yeah, man, it was, he's it's crazy because when that when I did that song that 
this is who I be as a complete freestyle. I freestyle like that whole five minutes um, of that song. And um, when I was talking to him about the what I wanted to do for the video, he basically told me the concept that I had in my head before I even told him. So I know he was the like the perfect person to like make it, you know, sometimes, come to fruition. Sometimes songs will write their own concept. I yep. was so crazy. I was gonna yep. say rude. I was gonna ask you rude like. Did you hear this? She's a singer and she freestyled out the song. <laughs> oh yeah, Erica Badu do that all the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. And that, I it's just, it's just, it's just, that's that's the real definition of a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. yeah. I was really vibing. Um, Saint made that beat. Um, he and he played it one night. We was in the studio, uh, just chilling. And I was like, "Oh, bro, I got to have that one." And he was like, "I just started singing." And I think he told me to get on the mic, and I just started. That's what came out. And actually, I freestyled that song twice because the first time something happened, we lost it or something, so I had you to lost do it again. The file. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I did it again, and the, the second time was even doper. See, that's <laughs> That being that song was supposed to be made. <laughs> yep, yep. That, that song was definitely supposed to be made. It was already in the cards. Like, not that version. Right. Come back you need to do it one more time. Again. Do it mm-hmm. one more time. Just like how that, Butterfly Doge came out. Let's take it from yep. the top. No, huh? this is what I want to ask about. <laughs> I, want, I, want some, I want some behind the scenes. I got some behind the scenes questions. Okay. How did y'all get to shoot in that grocery store for Butterfly Doge? <laughs> oh, man. That's a that's, funny that store has been closed for years. Um, no, I think no. That was the Grizz on Spring Hill where we. Oh, started. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought for sure it was the old Grizz on. No, but that more been closed right bro. on Forty Five. Yeah, that's why. No, no, they cut that. They was at the full. That was the full stamp office in Eight Mile. Anyway, sure was. Right. Sure was. Yep. D Rock, you was there when we recorded that part at the um at the full stamp office. Was um, I? Yeah, you was. You got wow. a picture out there. You had took a picture out there in front of the forty five sign in front of the um it's probably still on your Facebook. But Oh, I love taking I love taking a picture in front of the forty five sign. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, we had shot the first part there, the grocery store part in um in Grills on Spring Hill. And the first time we had went, I think we went there the day before and it was like, nah. But then we went, <laughs> <laughs> we went back the second day uh, or and we, uh, you know, asked them nicely and they let us, they was like, yeah, just don't, you know, take too long and don't be doing too much. So we uh, we did it and got in and got out. That'd be the best videos though. Yep. We, we just got you going there, you're like one take, Jake, and like, all right, let's get up out of here. Yep, that's exactly how I was. And I came in there, and came chop in it up there and edit. with a fur coat on and a, and a poof skirt. And people looking at me like, what what, what are y'all doing? Right, what is going on? <laughs> you know, people don't be knowing about nothing. Like, right. what are you doing? Right. We trying to shop, bro. And, uh, yeah. No, Nardi, uh, she probably, she probably thought y'all hopped out of a time machine. She's like, where do yeah. you think you're from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Nardi had shot that video. He doing yep. real big things now. Mm-hmm. He he, man, he used to shoot up, man. It's like he was, he the only, it's like the only people that only other people that were able to shoot videos was the one that Nardi couldn't get to. Mm. I know he was probably super duper booked. I don't know how he had time to rap. Right, right. Every time probably they were like, oh, another, another, another. Um, what, now what's the name of that? Um, what's the name of it? It was. I'm drawing. I, I know it. What, what is it, uh, BMB? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm like, every time I see that, I'm like, oh, Nardi got another one. Another one. Yeah, B&B uh, films. Yeah. Right. Another, he, was, he was DJ Kelly the videos in Mobile. Another one. <laughs> I need to get booked over there for another, another one. Another one. Right. But they still found, well, he still found time to do music, and he still found time to support other people that were doing, like, he, he was like, all your, all your shows, he was always there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, he, yeah, shout out to Lil Nardi, man. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Naughty Marley. Been a fan. Oh yeah, my bad. I've been a fan of him for for a good little piece. Yeah. All right. Well, look, Andy, check this out, sis. I don't know if you ever. I don't know how familiar you are with the podcast, but we had to have fun and we do like a little fun, little top five thing we always do. Okay. So, one episode we did top five movies. Mm. We've done top five. Breakfast cereals. Okay. We've done what other what are other top five have we done, D? That you've do been do. a part of. Do we do? Do we do pop uh we did the cereal thing. Yeah, that, that was that was hilarious. Um I think we did top five snacks, top five sold or something like that. Or was it candy bars? Uh it sound that sounds close. They were like, I don't really eat candy bars. I'm like, man, you're making it hard for it's just a game. <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do um let's do we're gonna do three top okay. three albums that you think people might be sleeping on oh sleeping on yeah um, like some of your hmm. personal like me and d always talk talk about classes versus personal favorites okay like somebody might say all oh, that album is a classic but it's really not it's just a personal favorite right so what would, what would be your three personal favorite albums? Okay, my three personal favorite would be number one, Mama's Gun. Okay. Number, Ooh, number, yeah. Yeah. Um, number two would be Shea Butter Baby. I heard a lot of reviews um, on that. Yeah, Ari Lennox. Uh, what would be my third top album that I listen to? Hmm. Gotta be um Fantasia's last project. Yeah, you big Fantasia fan. You got to meet Fantasia. Yeah, oh, she I loves did. Fantasia now. I, I should have said that Bruh, in the intro. I... <laughs> Fantasia, Leonardo. Yeah. Oh, Fantasia, super fan, bro. Yeah. So yeah, her. <laughs> but actually, I don't know. It's a toss up between her last album and then her Back to Me album. Okay. So yeah. Mister yeah. Metcalf, what's your top three personal favorites, brother? Hmm. And they gotta be all time. It could be all week. It could have been. I'll be. I'll be. No, no. I have. I have a few that's like. I have so you know. I listen to thousands, thousands. Man, you live with records, bro. I'm. A, I'm. A, right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do this one just because. India did hers, and I'm gonna go back and listen to this podcast and listen to all those albums. Um. The recently, the recently deceased Gangsta Boo. Listen mm. to listen to her debut album. Okay, she's really rapping like. Now, Gangsta was rapping, rapping. Dog. That style she was, she made dudes get up on day pin game on her first album. You know, yeah. I'm, a, uh, I'm a, I was a, I was a real. That was Inquiring Minds, right? Inquiring Minds. Yeah. yeah, that one. You know where the dollars at and all that. Yep. You know, <laughs> she's really. They like, short change games to boost. She could at least got a second single, bro. She can give it one single off that album. She got where the know, dollars at and where the dollars at remix. That do not count. But but you know, like that's that's like a Memphis centric 
album that got out there. Yeah. You know, all, all the album with Memphis Century album that got out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, like you you don't expect to hear another album cut from that album down here unless you just bought the album though. Yeah. yeah. That's what, what I mean. That's what I mean by it. You ain't gonna hear you ain't gonna hear too much gangster boo besides where the dollars at on on down here on the radio or something right. like that. True. You know. Um what else you got, bro? What else I got, man? Just on just on the ignorance. It ain't nah, gotta be ignorant. Nah, it ain't gotta be ignorant. It ain't gotta be ignorant. Like your uh, personal favorite. Uh T I trap music. Okay. Trap music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, just 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 for the just just because I like that, I like that album too. It might be my one of my favorite T I albums, honestly. Yeah, and plus that was like some I, I he, heard the He was um, super hungry on that <clears> album. That's that's kind of like why I why I picked it. Plus, um, Don Palmer bought the Kanye West. He bought a Kanye West beat CD down here back in like two thousand two, and mm. uh, the beat for Just Doing My Job was on there. Oh wow! Yeah, so we heard that beat before he even <laughs> rapped over it. You know? Yeah, um, that's dope. Um, ooh, number we doing we doing how many albums? We doing three? Three. Three. Mm-hmm. The last, five is a lot. The, la- the last Mr. Big, if only you knew. Uh, Just because it's Mobile. Yeah, mm. yeah that's, that's, that's definitely a, a Mobile classic. That's bro. a Mobile classic. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, my three. Uh, cause I'm like, I'll be listening to so much random stuff. I'll be like, I'm be so underground sometimes, it's ridiculous. But uh, Fonte, the. Uh, Which one? Pacific EP. Uh, that was That was decent. Yeah, it was, it was short, was, but I really, really real, liked it. It was, a, it was like a short, yeah. It was like three songs. It was like four. Four songs, yeah. Yeah. I listened to that a lot. A lot. Uh, I can't think of homegirl, name of her album, but it's a singer. Her name is Gwen Bunn. She got a dope album. I can't think of the name of it. I have to tag you in it later. Me too, bro. That, that's a, yeah. that sounds yeah, interesting. Gwen, Bun- Gwen Bunn is very dope. Gwen okay. Bunn. Like, and then, and then an artist I discovered by listening to Gwen Bunn uh-huh. was a dude. Oh my, what's my dude's name? Uh, hold on, I don't want to get his name wrong. Let me let me, let me go to the. Uh, it, it wasn't somebody I sent you. Was it? Was it? Uh uh-uh. It wasn't Anthony Arrington, was it? Mm-mm, no, 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 no. Okay. His name is uh Kenyon Dixon. He got an album called Closer. I think you put. Me I heard of Kenyon Dixon. Yeah. Ooh, Kenyon Dixon is dope, boy. Okay. Honorable mention, the Wood Tip EP by Zach Fox. Interesting. That sounds like, like you know Zach Fox is a stand-up comedian, but he do music too. Yeah. <laughs> but, this, but this album uh, is Abbott like Elementary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. We, oh, we, look, we, I was talking about Abbott. I've been talking about Abbott Elementary to people for like the, this all week. I'm like, y'all ever seen Abbott Elementary? They were like, nah. I said, you should see this show. Man, is that hilarious. show is hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing, bro. I love that show. Look, I, I I was telling I was telling Curtis Metcalf. I said, bro, I was I was I had real laughs, nigga, not fake laughs. No, <laughs> for my real. My stomach was hurting, bro. I was like, oh my, all right. Is anybody hearing me laughing this loud? This is no, ridiculous. for real. <laughs> that show is ridiculously funny, bro. Because I'm like. <laughs> And then and then then my boy Tyler James Williams playing the straight man is like he, he does a good really everybody that's around him is like hilarious. He's just a straight man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like he, I'm like, and I already love him. Everybody hates Chris anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, we did we did top five um TV shows too, bro. Top five TV shows, okay. okay. Remember, uh, Orange Moon said she was like Golden Girls, and she was naming a bunch of shows like that. Yeah, and I was naming some old classes like New Heart and stuff. Crazy, shows, super shows, duper old stuff. Shows, but, you um, no, shows you had no choice to listen to because you couldn't. Oh yeah, because like we only had we ain't had cable, and I lived with adults. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna watch you're gonna watch Knox Landing right Bruh. now. Like, what is that? Finna watch MASH. <laughs> oh, oh when, <laughs> hey, when MASH come on, it's time to go to bed. Man, you know, what? You're like, all right, y'all, it's been real. Came look, one after mama's family. Look oh, hey, But I yo, watch... mama's family is an underrated classic to me, though. Oh, come on now. For real, bro. People sleep on my own mama's family. That show was great. Mama's. mama's family was genius. Bro, yes. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you another show, regular TV show after love. I, I told you this plenty of time before though. Coach, bro. It's, it's oh coach. man, coach, 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 man. No, coach was so I hard, coach. bro. Coach was so hard. But look, me fanning out again. I remember one time you sent me a video in my inbox, or you tagged me in the video, and you were playing one of my songs. I was like, oh man, she finally she got me in rotation. I was like, yeah, I'm like, oh I, yeah, man, I like that song. I was actually trying to think of it earlier. I would have looked it up, but I don't want to um, yeah, <laughs> mess up uh, your screen. But yeah, it, it's uh. Dirty Judge. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I like it got, that. Got, it got that old Nail Carter. It got the Nail Carter. Give me a break. And bro, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Nail Carter is my favorite, bro. Uh, give me a break. Probably in my top three shows. Yo. Oh, come on. Definitely. I, I remember yes. when Give me a break used to come on Saturday afternoons and stuff. Yeah. Straight, yeah. Straight. I love that joint. Give me a break. Yeah, that, that was that was that was that was, a, that was a dope show right there. But I need to make a I need to make an honorable mention to my albums though. Go I gotta ahead. um put Go Black ahead. Rain on there. Black Queen Rain. Latifah. Ooh, Queen yeah. Latifah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I forgot about that one. That's one of my favorites. I always yeah. keep that one in rotation. Give me, give me five on the black hand side. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just that whole album. Just that under the circumstances that she made that album. Her brother died. Yeah. And she was on a new label. Yeah. You and I, T.Y. That was, I mean, was she yeah. riding motorcycles in the video? Yep, she was. On you and I, T.Y. Yeah. That for the grace of God. Yeah. Do I go? Do I go? That's, a, that's, that's an album folks don't talk about, man. But at all. We for me. Queen Latifah is like one of the artists that I um I think I draw a lot of my influence from. Like I I want to be like Queen Latifah. I love yeah. Queen Latifah. <laughs> yeah. So you're basically want to just be dope at everything you do. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. That's what she did. She dope exactly. at everything she do. She, Queen Latifah ain't never had a bad um feature. She ain't never had a bad hair day. She ain't <laughs> bad. Like she just queen. Like queen of her name. Yeah. See, I'm gonna be. See, I'm gonna be a queen. At home, my mama called me Dana, but y'all call me Queen Latifah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, we, I was talking earlier. I was telling, um, bro, I was like, man, when I first started really getting into music, I was buying like CD singles with instrumentals on them and like rapping over instrumentals and recording myself on like a radio or a tape recorder or something. Mm. So, what was like some of your early memories of um of doing music? Mm. Or what got you into the music? I know you was in the band. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping to hear some something some something from the legendary Griffin family too. Oh well, <laughs> well yeah. So 
my I grew up singing with my family. So my my whole family sings. Um mm-hmm. my dad's side of the family sing too. Um but yeah, my um every still to this day, um every family fun. gathering every family gathering after they get done eating, my family's just gonna sit around and sing for the rest of the night. So mm-hmm. um that's what we do. But I started singing like when I was three. That's my earliest member earliest memory of um singing in fact i was promoting gold with a video that my cousin had sent me of me singing jingle bells on the christmas program like in 93 Mm. Mm -hmm. um or 92 one of those but um as far as me trying to write music um my earliest memory of that was in middle school me and um, my two best friends we had tried to start a music group and I had wrote um, one of our songs, but I was more serious about it than they was. <laughs> um, so I you had like wrote that. a song called Weekend Loneliness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Called Weekend Loneliness. Uh, but yeah, that's my earliest memory of writing songs. But I ain't, I, I didn't write anything musically until I met um, Doug. So, yep. How, how, did you, how did you meet Doug? Or where did you meet Doug? Met, met Doug on Twitter. Okay. Oh wow! But yeah, what's crazy is I um he had I was posting YouTube videos of me singing covers, and I was posting them on Twitter. I don't know how we started following each other, but um I had posted one of my videos and he reached out. He was like, "Hey, you um ever thought about singing on 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 tracks on hip hop tracks, singing hooks?" And I was like, "Yeah," but um you know people always flake, so people have invited me to the studio you know plenty right. of times before, but they never really come through. Um, but this time he was like, well, come to my house uh, or come to the dungeon. I forgot what he was calling it the dungeon. I don't remember exact <laughs> words that he said, but well, come to my house. Um, you know, when I, we, we be in the studio recording or whatever. And so I was like, okay, cool. Um, and I went up, when I went over there, I realized I knew him from, um, South. I had seen him around. I didn't know him, but I had seen him around. Um, and yeah, the rest is history. That's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. Me myself, like I say, I was I was, a lot of people don't know that, but D know I was in band too. Okay. It's a tall band member. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Marching March Leopard, you know what I'm saying? What you used to play? Oh, I was in the uh, Marching Leopards too, bro. I know. I was in. I was. In, I was in the drum set. We ain't, we ain't have enough drums. So I had to end up, I was the first nigga to make cymbal playing cool. <laughs> so before me, just a corn. They put all the corn balls on cymbals. So, all the dudes who couldn't. All the dudes who couldn't keep up on on either snare or tenor, they put the right ball. or bass or two or couldn't carry a bass drum. I hear niggas play these cymbals. <laughs> <laughs> we need somebody to play these. Look at me playing the triangle right now. <laughs> but but I, I I remember I recorded my first. I ain't gonna say verse, just me rapping, just playing. My granddad was a a minister, so he always mm-hmm. like he recorded all of his all his sermons and other people's sermons. So at home we'll just sit there. We'll be sitting there just listening to the sermons or whatever. And I I bought I got a blank tape from somewhere. And I went in there and I just hit record. I was like, I'm beating on the table. I said, my name is Mike. Da 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 da. And my grandma was like, boy, quit beating on that table. You hit the tape record go click. <laughs> and I just turned it off. You know what I'm saying? I was like maybe like eight years old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but after that, I I really started rapping when I was about. About eight, maybe like eighteen years old. I just got out of high school, you know, kind of bored one day. I said, "Man, y'all want to?" I said, "Y'all want to freestyle?" They were like, "You're not a rap." I was like, "I know how to rap a little bit." <laughs> then we started rapping home, but like, "Man, can you teach me how to rap?" I'm like, "I'm not to teach nobody how to rap." I'm like, "Just keep rapping, nigga." <laughs> they kind of just like, and then 
I, I hit the studio for the first time. A real studio was like, I think everybody in Mobile has probably graced this studio at least once. Grave Danger Productions. Uh, it's right out Spring. Think. It's right out Spring Hill Avenue. That's a certain era. That's a certain era. Yeah, but I'm like, like, I'm like, a lot of people like. I think Mr. Big recorded his album there after he recorded the single at the at the other place. But me and my homie went in there. It was 25 an hour. We did. Those were the days. We did three songs in three hours, bro. So we got, we got, I'm like, we got three hours to do these three songs. But see, you won number out of seventy five dollars, <laughs> right? Right. Then, that was... then we wanted to go back and do one more song, so we borrowed twenty five dollars from Gilly. We <laughs> 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 booked another session and knocked the song out. Mm. So we had our little four song. It was a demo. We were like shopping our demo. We were That's using a fishing company, use of time. Called Taxi. Oh, I remember Taxi. Remember taxi, bro. I remember Taxi. Taxi was like for the people that don't know. Taxi is like uh. It was one of the first. You, you uh, can send your, you mail them your demo, and they mail it out to labels. Yeah, yeah, they, that was they, the, they're like the, the middleman between you and a regular label. You know, that was like one of the first services of its kind to do right, that too. Right, it was very, very like early. Like they, they took all, the work, they took all the guesswork from you uh, out of uh, calling, actually calling up a record label or something. Yeah, with the unsolicited tapes. Yeah. So they actually got like we actually got some some feedback, and they were like. We don't know. We don't know what to do with this. <laughs> but at the time, you know, what I'm saying we, the South one popping like that, so they're like, we yeah. don't know what to do with this. What is, what is this? I we actually got we actually got a, a rejection like email from Dame Dash. You're <laughs> like, man, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. What is this? But if you knew how to screenshot back then, that 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 right there with man, the right there, <laughs> and he probably like, I ain't say that. <laughs> But you probably don't even remember y'all. Nah, but probably, then, but, but, then like, but that 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 made me always want to be like, you know what? I'm gonna just try my best to remain independent because I'm like, I ain't gonna reject myself, right? So mm-hmm. like, if you got, because at first you got to believe in yourself before anybody else believes in you. For sure, exactly. definitely. I'm like, if that if like they be like, man, I don't know about this one, bro. You're like, no, this this is it right here. They're like, I don't know about this one, bro. <laughs> but if you don't believe in yourself, I'm like, I tell people all the time, it's no it, to me, when it comes to music, it ain't no whack music. It's just music I don't like. Because mm. it, it's something for everybody. I tell I tell I tell right. I tell Curtis all the time, music is like a buffet. Just because mm-hmm. you go to the buffet, you ain't gotta eat everything they offering. Yep. You just eat what you like. That's that's the that's, move. you might try something new every once in a while. You're like, you know what? That mashed potatoes and ketchup, I don't think that's for me. <laughs> and somebody be like, Well, but where do I get out of coming up? Like, man, mashed potatoes and ketchup is whack, dog. That's a whack. <laughs> that's not gonna stop the people who like mashed potatoes and ketchup from eating like more for me. So, Rhapsody said that's somebody perspective. Oh, I said music is a buffet. That's exactly right, and that's somebody's that's somebody's perspective right there. What's right? What's whack to what's whack to me could be dope to like to to somebody else. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, my thing is, if somebody is putting their heart and soul into something, who am I to tear it down? Right, I agree. Somebody, somebody should have been tore down the leaning tower. Peter, that mud don't even stand up straight. <laughs> but when you look at it, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said art. something. I like that reference. I like that reference because right. 
it's something I'm going to establish and talk about, probably share my thought with it on social media. But the uh, up in Boston, the uh, the new monument that they put up about the, the embrace of uh, Coretta Scott King and Martin Luther King. Yeah. That whole thing right there. You know, it's a bunch of people that's like, what is that? It looks ugly and stuff. And they is totally missing the point of the meaning behind it, you know? Yeah. So that's another thing that fits into this reference. It's just like, this is art. I mean, Ghostface Killer said, it's a person who took a paintbrush, dipped it in the paint, and drew a stripe on the wall. It ain't got to mean nothing to anybody else, but the person who put that stripe on the wall know what it means. Right. Right. Like that, that person that taped that banana to the wall, is it called that more art, dog? And they were like, if people come in or paying money to see a banana duct taped to a wall. It's $1,000 now. They be like, man, that's what well, I wonder what mood they were in when they thought thought about that. I was like, I guess they went had to work to sit their banana down so they just duct tape it to the wall. <laughs> Come back to it later. But the famous Rudy P analogy. Oh, right. I got I got it for days, dog. Because I'm like, I told you earlier, I, I think deep, man. My my mind, and see, my mind and goes beyond the it ain't like, no killer. Think about this. We were talking about this earlier, Andy. You, like you said, you do the gospel, neo-gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, imagine God makes man. Man is lonely, so God makes a woman. God be like, okay, you can eat off of any of these trees out here in this beautiful garden, but don't eat off that tree right there. What made, what came across their mind? They be like, you know what? What's so important about that tree that I can't eat that? And then you got somebody mm-hmm. in your ear, go on, get you a little bite. It ain't gonna hurt nothing. <laughs> but I think I said, I let Adam, Adam had to learn everything. Adam, he even learned everything on the fly. Mm. It, wasn't, it wasn't no books, mm. it wasn't no rules, it wasn't no laws yet. None of this stuff existed. Yeah. That one, that one them two bites of fruit ruined it for everybody and changed everything. Yep. <laughs> it set us on a whole. I, I'm sorry. I just thought that way you. you oh, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping a thousand, dog. It just, it just, it just, um, us, it just put us on a path that we that we weren't supposed to go down. Yeah, they didn't have. Um, they, they, they didn't have no books or rules or whatever, but they did have God. Like God was right there telling them not to do that. And like it's like, you know, you ain't need the book. You ain't need the rules because you had God. He was yeah, right there. He was right there. And that's him. and that's why it was such a grave sin because like you had a direct connection and the next a direct relationship with God and you still disobeyed. And still so, messed it up. I, I like messed it. Messed yep. up everybody. We yep. still in the garden eating right now, eating the finest exotic fruits you probably never seen in your life. Yup. But no. <laughs> why you had the finest of everything. The finest everything. of everything, dog. You, you, you ain't have to go over there. You ain't have to go. It wasn't nothing, right. nothing you need to see over there. Man, I've been eating nope, off, but... off the tree off the tree of height. And just like I'm just eating and getting getting taller. <laughs> <laughs> all, all these other options I got. I ain't got I don't need no knowledge. If I need to know something, I just ask God. Hey, right, Ruth. exactly. Hey Ruth, you know, we I'm got... like, you don't need that tree. I'm, just, I'm like, God. I don't know what an axe is, but can you give me one to chop this tree down so I can get this <laughs> tree Hey, Rude, check, check your clock. Check your... Uh, yeah, we got, about, your, we got like five minutes. Five so I'm about, minutes, I'm about yeah. to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching. But, yo, we want to thank our very, 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 
very special, special. guest. The songbird. The songbird. India Rashad, the goat. The one and, you feel the me? One and only. I'm still I, fanning <laughs> out. I'm like, she I'm made a, it. I'm going to hit her. baby. Mama, we made it. I'm going to hit her with a, one of her old monikers, the funk on your right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I had to write Man, that one. I don't know nothing about that one either. That was a, that was a long time ago Twitter handle. <laughs> hey, we, we, go, we, go, we go through them name changes like that. When I Man, the, what? I dropped the album under the name Mouthpiece. Mouthpiece. Yep, that's when I started out. My first solo release was called Past, Present, and Future. Mouthpiece, the mixtape. Yeah, you recorded it at uh at full moon. At full moon, yeah. Well, I finished it up at full moon. I started it up here. Oh, okay. But it was okay. supposed to be an album, but I just like damn, I just, I just took all my verses off and just started and dropped it as a mixtape. But anyway, hopefully we can get back and do this again when you get ready to do your next single, which will be January twenty fifth. And the name of that single is Frankincense. And uh... the name of that project is. Is poor from poor in spirit. P O U R. Poor in spirit. Poor as in poor. She means poor. <laughs> like pouring into those empty, pouring into those empty cups when y'all need a little bit of juice. You feel me? And y'all, and, right. and and for everybody listening, this you need to pour into her Bandcamp account. Please. Is it going? Is it going for the fever? The five dollars? It's going for the five. Or you can pay more if you want to. You, you can't can pay, pay more if you want. So, yo, flood. please, please pay more. Y'all flood. Y'all drop, drop your band cap, then we're going to get up out of here. Um, It's uh, bandcamp.com slash India Rashad. Bandcamp.com slash India Rashad. Or you can just search my name, search India Rashad on Bandcamp, and it should Go come on. Go Bandcamp, search India Rashad. And you then can't they, uh, spell, then you lo- you're losing your powers of word. <laughs> it's been another episode of Coffee and Donuts. Oh, your, boy, your boy Rudy P. Before we, dip out, before, we dip out, before we dip out, before we dip out, uh, drop the socials. Oh, my socials. I'm at India Rashad on all social media platforms. Um, India, I-N-D-Y-A-H-R-A-S-H-A-U-D. Across, you know, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you want to find me, it's India Rashad at India Rashad. So go Mr. Drop yours, Mr. Metcalf. Uh, they'll follow me when they follow you, man. Okay. Follow, follow along. Then. <laughs> this is another episode of Coffee and Donuts. We out. Peace. Thank y'all. Peace. No peace. problem. No Love problem. Peace.